Hello and welcome, guys. This is Learning Life, and this is Aaron, your host. I've got a very special guest today. His name is Mike, and we are going to be learning a little bit of life from him today. Um, Mike, how are you doing today? Doing good. That's good, good. Um, so first off, for the listeners and myself in general, uh, let's let's hear a little bit about your story. What what is Mike all about? Where did you start out? What's a little bit about your childhood and some of the highlights growing up? Oh, wow. Um, I was born in Kentucky. And uh, actually, by the time I graduated high school, had 13 different street addresses. Wow. And my father was not in the military, which surprises a lot of people. Um, then uh, went to a couple different colleges before ending up uh, back home with my parents in Louisiana, which is after high school. And uh, with that, just um, the school I was going to there ended up meeting my wife. Um, we were dating for a while and uh, got married. And then I found a school here in the Orlando area uh, to, to finish up. Uh, it's, it's more of like a trade school, um, but I ended up getting a specialized associate's degree in, in science for recording arts um, for audio. And from there, um, a few months after I graduated, Got a job working at Walt Disney World, and we'll hit 25 years with Walt Disney World in February. That's amazing. Um, I was actually in Florida for a little bit of my life. I was down there when I was a kid. So luckily, my mom knew somebody that worked the gates at Disney. So I got to go all the time. And one of my fondest memories was uh the bubble machines towards like christmas time yep. it felt so much like snow and yeah, then um, oh man i i loved that and i'll always remember that um and then like a year or so later we end up moving to indiana and i actually get to see real snow and that that was a major trip for me <laughs> i would almost rather deal with our snow machines here where as soon as it hits the ground it's gone <laughs> right 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 <laughs> i do not miss the snow no not at all no. <laughs> not, not at all yeah i lived in indiana for a good portion of my life my mom's side of the family is up there and yeah i've, I've experienced a lot of the snow actually um last well, beginning of this year actually i was up there and ended up breaking my leg and oh. all kinds of crazy stuff got pins in my knee now went through a bunch of therapy and stuff uh -huh. lots of fun and all of that was actually because i was trying to help a lady get her car out of the snow and my leg just basically bent wrong gave out hit the cement and yeah oh, long story short sucked yeah i saw that you were going through some stuff too you got a pin yeah. in your foot <laughs> uh i had uh, knee surgery on my left knee in June, then I had surgery on my foot, uh, which they operated on three toes. Uh, one of the toes, I ended up having two screws and a pin inserted. The pin came out um, like a week and a half ago, almost a week and a half ago. 
so I I've been allowed to uh, start putting weight on the foot, but I'm still wearing a boot, and uh, it's <laughs> knee surgeries, no big deal. Uh, <laughs> and they've been normal arthroscope, not like what you went through. Right. Uh, I've had reconstruction of a ligament in the ankle. I've had uh, nerve surgery done on my elbow. Man, my foot is... This is probably the worst I've dealt with. with <laughs> um, if I had to do it all over again, I would, because I know the long-term results are going to gonna be better. Right. But, oh, man. <laughs> the recovering on this one is... Uh, Way worse than the rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I, I couldn't even imagine. Like, this was the first time that I ever had, like, anything break or anything like that. And I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, just sitting there freaking out. Like, I don't want to ask for help, but I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, uh, lots of fun when it comes to hurting oh, yeah. yourself and dealing with that stuff. Oh, yeah. But uh, I'm glad you're on the road to recovery and hopefully yeah. sooner than longer yeah um, i'm hoping to <laughs> but who and what is something that has inspired you to do what you do like get into the profession that you're in um well i just turned 52 last month uh in august and i was around when um star wars came out in the theaters yes um, Actually, when I saw it, it was a double feature at a drive-in. It was Star Wars followed by Star Wars. Oh, man, I got chills just from hearing that. That that had to be so much fun. <laughs> that was a blast. Apparently, I stayed up. I mean, I I remember watching it twice. But, you know, of course, here I am, six-year-old. I hadn't turned seven yet um, because it came out in May of 77. I was born, you know, being born in August. Um, but it, it was, you know, my parents said, yeah, you stayed up for both showings without a problem. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I said, I, I just really enjoyed the film. Um, any, any of the films pop up, I'm watching, uh, even though, I mean, I, I like the sequel trilogy. Um. I, they're not they're not my how do, how do you how do you feel about the newer stuff like the mandalorian and oh, stuff love, going on now love the stuff that's coming out on disney plus i actually cannot wait until um this wednesday when uh the andor series comes out yeah i saw that i saw and a couple it, of releases of it and, and they're dropping three episodes for the premiere like, oh wow that's gonna yeah be <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to be a happy boy, you know, <laughs> sitting at home on medical leave. I'm like, yep, I've got time. To watch <laughs> yep. Got time to watch. It. <laughs> so yeah, I know what I'm doing Wednesday morning. Yeah. Um, anytime something like that comes out, I'm like, nope, not watching it for like a couple of weeks. Cause I want a couple of episodes to build up so I can be like, all right, I got to watch a good chunk of it. Yeah. But you, you're going to get a couple episodes right from the start. That's awesome. I mean, you're getting three right from the start. So 
Um, but yeah, it, I'm, I'm loving it all. Um, and I really fell in love with the, the sound of the movie, uh, always. And, um, so the sound designer for the original trilogy and even, uh, the prequels, uh, it's a gentleman by the name of Ben Burt and, um, here in Orlando, back in 2010, they brought the Star Wars convention. It's called Star Wars Celebration. Uh, mm-hmm. They brought it to Orlando uh, for the first time. And Ben Burt was one of the guests. And I mentioned to him, I, as I tell people, he's, he's my inspiration. He's not an idol because uh, my idols are my parents. He's not a mentor because I never worked with him. Uh, right. He's not a hero because, again, that should be reserved for, for parents. Um, the, uh, he, he was my inspiration. He's why I wanted to get into the entertainment industry. Uh, he's why I wanted to eventually get into audio. So when I met him for the first time, I said, I, I told him, my parent or my, my family probably say, or my family would say, it's all your fault. He's like, what? I said, but I say, thank you for being the inspiration for why I have gotten into the entertainment industry, and especially an audio engineer. That moment, it went from, you know, here's, I'm this, I'm the celebrity, you're the fan, to we're now talking as peers. Yeah, yeah. That's and, awesome. And that was so... It was so great, uh, so awesome, and I absolutely loved that transition. And then um, when I saw him two years later, when the show came back to Orlando, uh, store celebration came back um, for a second time, uh, he was there again. Now at this point in time, Disney started allowing facial hair, uh, so I did start growing facial hair. Um, so I'm wearing a goatee, you know, full goatee look. He looks at me, he goes, he, if I remember right, uh, last time we met, you had no facial hair and you work at Disney, right? I'm like, yes, sir. He goes, how are you doing? I'm like, wow, you remember. Wow. In my head, I'm going, wow, you remember. And <laughs> just went right back to, to the way it was you now from two years ago. From when I had the conversation. That's amazing. Um, of all the different Star Wars autographs I have gotten over the years, um, his and Kenny Baker, uh, who was the, the gentleman who did R2-D2 predominantly, yeah. uh, are probably my two favorite that I have. My third favorite is a, a gentleman who uh, I ended up becoming good friends with who passed away, I believe, earlier this year. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Chris Monkey. Um, and he he was the the Imperial officer who speaks to Vader after the uh, scanning of the Death Star or no, uh, of the Millennium Falcons completed on the Death Star. Mm. Um, so, uh, he and I became good friends as well. And 
he sent me an autograph one day uh, and then sent me one for for my father from James Bond because he also started in James Bond. That was a an extra character or supporting character in a James Bond film. Wow. Uh, and when my dad passed away, uh, I ended up getting that picture back. So I've got the two photos from that. Uh, I have mine and I have my dad's James Bond autograph. I have the James Bond photo autographed from him. Um, so, I mean, those are probably my top three. Uh, I have Peter Mayhew as well, and I love Peter Mayhew. Um, and I have others that I've gotten, but the two that mean the most is Kenny Baker and and uh, and Ben Burt. You know, Ben Burt, again, you know, the inspiration why I got into the industry. And Kenny Baker is because uh, he and I shared the same birthday. Oh, that's cool. So... Uh, which I didn't know until many, many years after I became a fan of the film. But uh, the chance that I got to see Kenny Baker uh, a few years before he passed away was uh, was great. That's amazing. So I don't know if you know for a fact or not, but was it true that they, uh, like the sound effect for the uh, lightsabers, was that just like a microphone next to a TV or something like that? Yeah. Um, you, if you check a lot of the, I mean, there's a lot of different, um, behind the scenes footage mm -hmm. you, you see Ben, it looks like a, a shotgun mic, mm -hmm. uh, that he's waving, uh, in front of a speaker that's playing like the hum from a, from a TV, right? <laughs> like, a, like the ground hum from TV. Yeah, because I had heard about it, and I was like, I, I, I don't yeah. know how it is. I yeah. don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's it's totally true. That's but awesome. Yeah, I, I remember that from, you know, when HBO would do some behind-the-scenes stuff of, of the films and show some of that uh, back in the 80s. I'm like, okay, cool. This is cool how they did that. <laughs> I, I always love like behind the scenes type stuff. So I'm always interested in seeing like how somebody did something or like ideas, like what they thought of or how they came up with that process and stuff. Um, There's so much cool stuff. I don't know if the book is still in publication, but there was uh, Ben Burt did a book called The Sound of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. And it it documents how a lot of the sounds were created and then it has a playback thing in it where it'll give you the number you type in the number and it'll either give you the finished sound or what the raw sounds were to that were eventually layered to create that particular sound that's crazy and i'm like oh this is such a great book and Obviously, I have it. Uh, being an audio engineer now, um, it, it's 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 a you know it, that was definitely a book I I had to get and absolutely treasure having, um, just because it it goes through and talks about how things were done. So, like a laser blast, uh, the the sound of the lasers. Uh, the laser bolts mm -hmm. is, is him going out to um, 
antenna towers with the support with the different support cables. No, and, <laughs> yeah, and hitting them, totally. and, hitting them yeah. and, and then moving the mic up the wow up the cable some. Yeah, I can see him doing it now. Absolutely. Just like doo, 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 doo. And there's pictures of that. There's pictures of him doing that. That's so cool. Uh, it, it's it's great. I mean, it's a lot of fun stuff. That that's what I always loved. Like I don't know cinematography and stuff like that. I, I'm a photographer as well, and like what what I loved so much about movies and sound and stuff like that is just like how much it influences the movie and just that experience is yeah. so much greater just because of like even a very minute sound or something like that like the jaws theme like a few notes like that's that's oh yeah no <laughs> like crazy little little things like that and like just hitting the wire and just just that's awesome yeah. i love that shit you, you you hear darth vader breathing right for the first time i mean you just hear the the first you know immediately what that is oh definitely <laughs> and yeah. it and if you're if you're a diver then you're like wait that could be one of two things. <laughs> it's either my air regulator right. or it's Darth Vader, one or the other. <laughs> that's where the sound came from, was the air regulator. I was going to say it could be a little bit of both. <laughs> it, it's exactly where that sound came from, was the that's air a, regulator. Yeah. And that's why I love that stuff so much, just because, like, you don't, you don't know what, like, little inspirational things that you can do with, like, little things or, like... I guess you could say simple things like just an air regulator. Like that simple thing is a big sound now. And like growing up, uh, being in school, I uh, had a teacher who moved from California and he did like special effects and stuff like that. And it was funny because he's just like, yeah, this is how you do this. And da -da 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 -da. this is how you would have like a uh, horse trot. Uh, some of us use like coconuts on some wood board and like if oh, you yeah. want to do fire you could do like the crumbling of paper and stuff like that and like i i was fascinated by it so i've i've always been fascinated with audio music is a big thing for me as well so yeah these are definitely some of the things i love and having on this show is awesome because i get to like talk about the stuff and nerd out <laughs> yeah yeah i mean if if you knew how um like the tie fighter the sound of the tie fighter has uh i think the roar of a sea lion mixed in with it <laughs> that's cool so i mean how things are come about is is, is brilliant um that's what that's why i love doing audio so much um is you know the fact that I can manipulate a lot of the a lot of the stuff, right? Um, and, and how I'm able to manipulate, um, you know, whether I'm I'm mixing a band and you know, see, you know, there's a moment, you know, because I know the song so well. If they're doing a cover song, I don't want to give that extra delay. To the singer's voice that way he doesn't have to do it and doesn't have to strain himself now yeah i know i know how to do that um and and 
I mean, anyone who who's trained in audio would know how to do it. Um, but it's just that matter of getting the timing done just right for for it. You know, to to be effective in a song is um, it, it's an art form. It really is. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of trial and error and playing yeah. around, yeah. And like <laughs> taking the time yeah. to learn that craft. Oh, believe I, I definitely when, understand that. When I got started, I I I wasn't. I mean, I I want to say I had some natural ability with it, but I still wasn't exactly perfect. I'm still not exactly perfect now, and I've been behind. I've been off and on behind the console, you know, consistently for 25 years. You know, you, you still get the moments where you're not exact. Oh but, yeah, for sure. Um. I am definitely a lot tighter than what I was 25 years ago. And well, what's what's great is having those struggles and stuff like to get there and like having those shitty times that you started out oh, with. Yeah. Like you learn from that so much and that's what sucks. And I mean, that's a big reason why I kind of started this podcast. I want like people to realize that everyone's human. We're not perfect. Like there, there's things going on in your life it's going to affect you like well don't worry about it and with me i mean i also had the scenario i mean i i was doing i i ended up doing the same you know i was working with one group out at you know i I worked primarily out at epcot and i was mixing one band been mixing them for years had my cue set my cue up perfectly every you know i it was one of those I could be half asleep and, and nail it with no problem. <laughs> right. I went to nail it one day and the console the, the fader on the console was sticking some. That was beyond my control. It felt fine earlier in the day. All of a sudden this moment it just wanted to stick and, and, and catch. I I was a hair late with my cube and it sounded a little off because something beyond my control and you just like well make the best of it make it i made it feel like it, it was supposed to have been there and, and just keep going oh yeah that's all you can do just keep going just it's like playing an instrument or anything like that you don't you don't stop the show just because you hit a couple wrong notes i mean yeah we make mistakes so just just keep going <laughs> all oh, but believe me after the show I was cursing that console. I was. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I was like, in the moment, it's like, get that, damn it, and just move on. You can't dwell on it. Dwell on it after the performance is done. After 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 a project is done, dwell on it. But don't. At the moment it's happening, if, if it's something that that's a live deal, no, you you gotta take you gotta that push through, it. <laughs> push through it, and 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 get through. Uh, who cares if it still owns space in your in your head for for a bit, right? During the show, or or during your project, that project still got to come first. Finish, finish the project then you could go back and really beat yourself up or beat up whatever uh was the issue um just biggest thing was just for a while i would have oh this froze up 
and then I would freeze. Right. That's, that's the problem. And, uh, eventually you now in my early days, I mean, it, it took a little longer to recover. Now it's like, all right, boom, 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 let's go. I'm pushing this through. If it, the fader ends up breaking, the fader ends up breaking back. I push it through to get hit my thing, or I leave it where it's at and I mess with it later. But move on, and then afterwards, beat yourself up over everything. Right. But I'm also in the scenario of if I if I really goofed and the band can see me, like a few of our locations, the band can turn and see where the booth located, you know, see me in the booth. Yeah. I, yeah. I will, I will, I will definitely emote to them. I screwed up. I'm beating myself up over it, but we're still moving on. And then they will ask me afterwards, everything. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I screwed up royally. It's my fault. It's all my fault. It's nothing you guys did. <laughs> right. It's all that's, on me. Or it's good that they asked uh, though. It, it's it was something it was something with the gear that that caused the hang up and i'm pissed about it i'm trying to and i'm now spending my time between shows making sure this doesn't happen again so so they know immediately that i i am fully aware and i have and if it's something that's my fault. I'm beating my. I'm already beating myself up on it. Um, because if I blew it off, like, oh yeah, it's nothing, no big deal. I'm gonna get reamed out after a show. If I know it, it was totally me. Um. So, most of the groups know me well enough. They know if it's I messed up. I goofed and messed up and I'm beating myself up or if it's something that was beyond my control that's screwing up and I'm getting pissed. So yeah, it's, you know, part of that. It's good to have that accountability. Yeah. Uh, I always keep accountability on myself. Uh, Some people say, you you can't do that because it it could, it could kill your career. It's like, no, I'd rather do it. I'd rather kill my career and be genuine than be fake or like not tell someone that it's not their fault. Cause that's going to be shit. I mean, you you can't put that on someone else. Like imagine how they're going to feel if they go home and they're like, Oh my God, I screwed up the whole show. No, no, no. It's my fault. Like that. That's not fair. If you know that it was your fault, like if it wasn't your fault and as you yeah. said, like equipment fails or whatever in malfunctions, I mean, that happens. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I I think it's awesome that you own up to that. Um, what have been, uh, let's say, what has been your biggest struggle through, I guess, all of life, really? Like, what is what has been your biggest struggle and how, how do you overcome your struggles? Uh, work-wise, um, biggest struggle has been, uh, I, I, I'm probably bad for saying this. I'm not very ego driven, but I, I know, I know my abilities. I know my talents. Um, I just want other people to recognize that as well. 
and don't and don't go saying I'm if you give me my due respect or my due due justice. No, I I I get tired. There have been times I get tired of having to prove myself over and over again to the same people who know my ability, but for whatever reason, I get lumped into a group because of something that happens at a location where I wasn't even there. I didn't even train the person, but yet, because I'm in that group of people who are trained in that location I had to go and reprove myself all over again it's like oh come on um that that drives me nuts yeah that's that's not fair at all so yeah um life wise outside of work um I don't know. I just, you know, I'm a father. Um, That's a struggle in itself. Um, I just, I have a lot of flaws in my personal life. Right. And I try my best to, I guess I get a little harder on my daughter doing some of the same things because I don't want her to repeat the mistakes I made. I made or still make. And I know I'm I'm being an example to her, but I'm like, no, don't do it like this. Do it this other way. Yeah. Because look at the issues I put, look at the problems I put on myself by continuing doing it this way. You still have time to change, change it. And, and that's what's hard is the whole do as I do or do it do as I say not do as I do which is not how I train people but you know how I do things with work and how I do things when I'm off work are two different things and it's hard it's hard for them to be the, the same way because Works work, homes home, and two different. I guess it's two different. Uh, it's two different worlds, really. It, it, it's two different worlds, two different uh, trains of thought. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, but I, I try my best to to be the best, to be to be the best parent I can be uh, to my daughter. And uh, with my wife and I, uh, later this week, we actually, this coming Saturday, uh, we will celebrate 30 years as a couple. Uh, We just celebrated back in June, uh, 26 years married. That's awesome. Congratulations on that. Which is a a big deal, too, with uh, being in entertainment and especially being in Disney entertainment. There's not a lot of uh, long marriages. Oh yeah, yeah. Entertainment can be a, a marriage killer. Is it, it? It's it's hard on 
on marriages, especially if people don't know what the other what the other world is like. Uh, thankfully, uh, my wife and I met when we were doing theater, so she kind of knew what the the business was. Yeah, for sure. I so, get that. um, makes it easier, but it, it's it's also. But I, I've seen it where couples, um, you know, one person's in entertainment, the other person's not. And they're like, I never see you in the evenings. Oh, that's because most of my jobs are in the evenings. Yeah, or they're traveling or they're touring or whatever. Well, you don't have Saturday, Sundays off. Right. With me. Well, it's because that's when most of my gigs are. <laughs> I was going to say, Saturday, Sunday is going to be busy time for you anyway. Yeah. I just work-wise yeah. i mean disney is a little different i mean we do shows seven days a week and depending oh, yeah. on the stage depends on um whether it's a seven day operation or five days a week and, and then but right now the concept is with the, the five days a week shows um you're working saturday and sunday because that's when we have the most guests on the weekends yeah for sure so we're gonna go full blown entertainment on the weekends. Um, so now groups will either have like Monday, Tuesday off, Tuesday, Wednesday off, Wednesday, Thursday off, um, and then everyone's working Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So you're if, if you're gonna set up a band, you know, in in a say a new con uh say uh say norway gets a new band and it you're guaranteed you're going to be working friday saturday sunday and you're going to have the uh, of the other four days you're going to have two of those off during the week don't know which two but you're going to have two of those off in the week are they together at least or are they separate no, they'll be together. That's good. I mean, at least oh. it's not like you're off Monday, then you're off Thursday. Right. Um, so in that type of scenario, uh, you know, it's gonna have you're gonna have that scenario pop up. So um but stuff like the band in Germany, they have a five day band, they have a two day band because they run seven days a week. Uh American Gardens Theater. We have bands pop in, national acts, local acts come in, and we're running that. When we're in season, quote unquote, we're we're running shows seven days a week. So, um, when we go into candlelight, we're running shows seven days a week. When we're running um, Disney on Broadway series, we're running shows seven days a week. Uh, we may have a couple weeks downtime for changeover from going from concerts into candlelight, going from candlelight into uh, Disney on Broadway, uh, going from Disney on Broadway into concerts again. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get like two, maybe two and a half weeks to do a complete stage changeover, but um, we're still working seven days a week. Uh, there's people on that stage seven days a week even during changeover, even though you may be working five or I could work five, the, the, the stage is still a seven day. A week yeah, operation. It, it's always going, always running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
There's always day of operations for sure. Yep. yep. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. I don't regret any of it. Yeah, it sounds like you're having a lot of fun. You're enjoying it. You yeah. found something that you love and you get to do something that you love. And yeah, yeah, that's really more or less the dream for everyone, isn't it? <laughs> Just it, it is. find something it, they enjoy doing yeah. and keep doing it. It, it really is. Um, I, I guess you could say I'm getting paid to, to play. Um, yeah, for sure. But there, are, but there are days I I'm still getting paid to work too because you know, yeah, it's still a job. It's still a job, and there there there's going to come some stuff that there's going to be bad yeah. days at work for sure. <laughs> yeah, and there's stuff that I just really don't want to do, but it's got to get done. Exactly, um, and I think that's the most powerful thing. It's like doing stuff that you don't want to do. Like when yeah. you don't want to do it, you just do it. It's like. It's, well, you still got to set things up in order to play. So, right. <laughs> I mean, as we were kids, like, I want to play, but you still got all that work of what toys am I going to play with today? What am I going to do today? Do I want to go find the homies and go hang out? <laughs> do, do I do, do I want to leave? Do I want to stay? Do I, yeah, there's all yeah. kinds of stuff that you have are, to figure out and do. No, I want to play Star Wars today with my figures. Do I want to invite someone over to play with me or do I just want to do this by myself or yeah yeah and then afterwards you get done what do you mean I gotta put all this up <laughs> I ain't so. putting it what, what do you mean yeah yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> clean up their shit oh, what? I, I don't I don't want to <laughs> I just I wanted gotta, to play <laughs> I gotta leave it here because I gotta continue the battle later <laughs> if i clean up now the dead people won't be in the same spot <laughs> change things oh man speaking of playing with the star wars stuff and um just having fun and playing there's a photographer i can't remember his name right now but he does some really cool stuff with like star wars and other action figures and yeah. stuff with yeah. like for the fireworks and stuff and does like little model setups and oh my god some of those are so there, cool there's a bunch of people who do uh the latest one that i have uh started following that does it uh he's actually a pro wrestler uh Ethan Page from AEW. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I uh, know who. Yeah, he he has um, an Instagram page where he does all all of that, and no it's shit. so awesome. It's so awesome. <laughs> I and didn't realize that. That's... Yeah, um, yeah, I've seen quite a few folks uh, over the years, and the 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 work they do is great. And it's definitely inspired me to how I want to um, do my displays with my figures. Yeah, for sure. I think so. that's a difficult decision for a lot of people, like nerd-wise. It's, it's hard to figure out the way that you want to set up something. And, like, I've seen some crazy setups, but, like, some are like, eh, that's cool and all, but... I don't know, not for me. I, or like it's super badass, and you're like, I must have that. 
Well, I, I'm very finicky now about um, what I col- what I'm collecting. What do you collect? Uh, Star Wars. I collect anything related to Star Wars in the parks. So Galaxy's Edge and uh, Star Tours related stuff. Um, I will collect uh, anything Astromex, uh, the droids. Uh, I collect. Um, actually, I guess droids in general. Uh, I'll, I'll collect protocol. You know, I'll, I'll collect anything droid. Because uh, I love conch droids, I love astromex, I love um, you know the variety of droids. I, I'm a, I, I love I'm a the droids too. <laughs> I love the droids. Um, anything Wookie, I will collect. Wookie, nice, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything related to the Doctor Afra series, I love because that is um, that's a comic book series. Uh, Doctor Afra was created. During the new, when Marvel got the return of um, Star Wars to its comic line, uh, at, shortly after, uh, back in 2015, uh, and of course, the Disney Lucasfilm merger happened in 2012. So it took three years for them to decide they're going to bring Star Wars back to Marvel comic wise and have the majority yeah you know, in order to keep everything under the same umbrella because the dark horse had it for a w- longest time yeah for sure uh dark horse just got dark horse had a few good things dark horse has the license back again to do i mean the main license is still under disney right or under marvel um but dark horse has been Granted to do some Star Wars titles um, in conjunction with Marvel. That'd be interesting. I wonder if like the same uh, directors and stuff would be they wouldn't be working on it. And I don't know if the same ed- if the Marvel editors help yeah, oversee yeah. the Dark Horse stuff. I know story wise, everything still goes through Lucasfilm and story. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Through, through that contact. Um, but uh, IDW had it for a while too, but they were doing more of the kids' aged comics. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and then all of a sudden, IDW and Marvel and Lucasfilm just went separate ways, and it's now back with Dark Horse. Uh, but Dark Horse isn't known for doing kids-aged books, so I I don't yeah, know. Yeah, definitely, exactly definitely what, not known for kids stuff. I don't know exactly what they are doing. I'd be interested in seeing them do something just to have like a different feel, or just like their ideas or how they want. Yeah, to yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I I'm curious to see what's going what's going to happen. Um, cause some of those uh some of those books are just now they're they're coming out now. Yeah. Um. So I would I would have to. I I just I I've, I've been laid up at home, so. <laughs> um. Go check them out. <laughs> so as soon as I get a chance to to get to the store, I will. Um. I will do so. 
Is your wife into Star Wars or anything like that? Um, she is a little bit. Uh, a little bit. My daughter definitely has uh, been bitten by the bug. <laughs> but she has uh she has her own uh fandoms that she she goes with as well uh which is which is great um i i am glad to know that i have um been the influence it's nice because then you two have like something to bond over that you both yeah really care about like you you obviously you care about your daughter but like you you can both nerd out to star wars so that's that's gonna be really cool once she starts getting a little older <laughs> yeah yeah well i i just know i have i have taught her well um it i mean if she ever tells me daddy i don't like star wars anymore i'm gonna be a little heartbroken but i'll be okay with it i may joke with her of like okay you're disowned <laughs> for sure she, you got you got a little bit now, but at one time when she really was discovering Harry Potter, you know, she came up to me one day. She goes, Daddy, I still love Star Wars, but I love Harry Potter more. I'm like, that's cool. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> as long as you are true to yourself, that's that's all I care about. Definitely. I'd say that's so, very important. And so yeah, not to too many parents worry about that. <laughs> just got to be true to yourself. Yeah, for right? sure. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna force her to be something that she doesn't want to be. It's like uh, she takes dance, and we've told her, "Cool, once you start the commitment, you're finishing off that season for that year." And it rough, but you're gonna deal with it because you're gonna follow through on your commitment. But see, sometimes, um, I mean, even speaking from experience, like sometimes doing something like that, like trying something out and then you start it out and you're like, I don't know, I don't like it. I'm not really trying to continue doing it. And then you continue, like, say you have to finish out a season or contract or whatever like that. You finish it out and you're like, wow, actually, What's I, really, I really, I really do love that. Like that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it is very but important to encourage her to do that. It, it's more the uh, teaching her you follow through. Follow through with things, for sure. Yeah. On the commitment. Now, if there's definitely a, a strong reason of why you want out and it's going to cause harm or anything else, obviously. Yeah, for sure. But you know, she said, oh, I want to play soccer. Cool. You're committed to the season. If halfway through you don't like it, sorry. Now, if it's something where the coach is a, an idiot and we've talked to the coach and he just won't change and constantly degrading this, that, and the other, yeah, cool. Different story for sure. Different story, you're off. But if it's something where it's a her or oh, I well, no, you're going to tough this out and you're going to, you're going to finish this through. You're going to finish the season. Love it. <laughs> you're not going to hurt your teammates because you don't want it anymore. But it'll be like, 
really don't want you to hurt your teammates, but it's going to hurt the coach more than it's going to hurt you because I'm sure if you're going if you're thinking this way and you bail, there's going to be others that are going to bail. Yeah. Then it's going to reflect on the coach. And hopefully the coach will think about it. <laughs> but unfortunately, we don't all learn our lessons or we don't all pay attention. This day and age, that usually doesn't happen. No, unfortunately not. I mean, we got a little bit of a age gap, you and I, but I mean, I grew up. You show respect, you give respect and like yep. you, you, you do your thing. I mean, you can be you, you can do you, but yeah, the, I don't know. I feel like there's so much more of a lack of respect nowadays in yeah. general. <laughs> oh, yeah. So do you have any major goals coming up or any like aspirations that you really are working towards right now? Or is there anything? Um, just getting better so I can get back to work. Yeah, pretty much. That for sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, because by the time I am tentatively scheduled to go back to work, I will be out of work 12 weeks. Wow. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, longer than when I was on furlough. Are you going to have to go through, uh, physical therapy and stuff? Or gonna... uh, some of that, yet. I still don't know. Yeah. I still don't know. Um, I, I'm just taking things one step at a time, figuratively and literally. <laughs> um, yeah, and like I said, I had, I had the knee surgery in June, knees pretty much okay. The, the foot, that's just been a whole other, whole other beast. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's uh, something else. So, yeah, initial goal right now is just to... Just get better. <laughs> just to get better, yeah. Yeah, so I can get back to work. Sounds good, man. Well, I think I'm going to end up wrapping up the show. I've taken a little bit of your time, and I greatly uh, appreciate you taking the time to talk to me and be on the, the show. Well, You've been a me. phenomenal guest, man. I appreciate it. I'm going to give you... I don't know, minute or so. You got any plugs or anything like that that you want to announce or anything that you have going on that people could check out? Uh, I run um, a podcast network, uh, which I call the Weeby Geeks Podcast Collective. It's a collection of uh, pop culture, geek culture based podcasts. Uh, on that, um, I have my three shows that I run that I'm the primary host of. Uh, which is Weeby Geeks, Mighty Marvel Geeks, Wookie Radio. Um, but I also plug uh, my co-hosts' shows. Um, that's Geek Watch One, Keepers of the Fringe, and New England Society of Geeks. Uh, I, I share the love with them as well. Because um, it's only fair. You know, I wouldn't have my shows without them. and So I, I try and give them the love as much as possible. Um, but follow you can follow us on Instagram and on at Weeby Geeks, Mighty Marvel Geeks, Wookie Radio, on Twitter at Marvel Geeks, Wookie Radio, and Weeby Geeks. Um, and we love the interaction. We love questions from, from folks. 
if you're interested, I have a Patreon. Um, you can find that from our websites. It's the the shownames.net. So webegeeks.net, wikiradio.net, moneymarvelgeeks.net. Uh, you can find the link to our Patreon. Um, I I hate plugging that hard because I feel like I'm I'm being pushy. It's like, oh, I want yeah. your money. <laughs> you want it to be more genuine I people would, that actually want to. Yeah. 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 You don't want to be pushing out stuff. I understand that completely. I, I don't want to be too pushy. You guys uh, heard it I'm here? Appreciative. Go ahead, Mike. I say I'm appreciative of people who want to help, but I, I don't, I don't, I feel odd being pushy going, oh, we could do this if you give us more money. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm not in it for the money, honestly. I'm in it to meet people like you and let our listeners have something to listen to that they could listen to and learn about. And that's why I decided to call the podcast Learning Life because we're out here learning life yeah. one step at a time. I, w- I will say it was definitely fun um, not talking about the shows on the show for once. <laughs> for sure. Uh, so uh, I appreciate you allowing me to plug. Um, but yeah, it was enjoyable not actually talking about the shows. Got you, man. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much for taking your time out of your day. I wish you well, a speedy Thank recovery. Thank you. And if you want a guest or anything like that, you can always contact me. Maybe we'll have another show on my show or I'll have a show on your show sometime in the future. Yeah. 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 Um, trying to figure out when we're going to do a, a round table. Um, I may be doing one here soon for the end of once uh, She-Hulk wraps. Getting some people on to do a discussion about She-Hulk on Mighty Marvel Geeks. Amazing. So Definitely, definitely would be interested. <laughs> you got it. Uh, I'll, I'll be in touch closer to time. Alrighty, man. Thank you very much. And I hope you have a wonderful day. All my listeners, thank you for listening. This is Learning Life. This is Aaron, your host. And go out there and live a good one. Thanks, Mike. Thank you.